Hello everybody, welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer, when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You You have have been been warned. (laughs) Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. My name is Mark. My name is... (laughs) (laughs) How are how are you? I'm grand. Good. Yourself? I'm I'm also grand. Yes. <laughs> are you sure? I've just I, I've forgotten how to do a podcast. Has it been that long? Yeah, we've left the big gap this no, time. Quite a one. No, we haven't. Have we? Yeah, because we recorded. What was the last episode we did? Christopher Robin. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Ice Age. Oh, no, open season. season. We recorded open season early, and we've recorded this one late. Oh. So it has been a big gap. All right? Oh. Try to prove me wrong. God. Yeah? Oh, calm yourself. Always calm. Anyway, calm. Welcome, welcome back. Last week we did, open we had season, a record, apparently. record breaker. <gasps> we did, sure. Lowest ever ranked movie. What was we it? We did. It was open season three, and it got 29.5. It was rough, though. Yeah. It's difficult, because when you're talking about these movies, you've got to think that people actually did work on these things, like actual human beings. But also, people worked on these things, like actual human beings, just walk out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, surely you can see it's not going good. (laughs) Yeah. When it gets to that stage, you're doing a third open season film, just go and work for a different studio. For sure. Go and animate on, like, adverts or something. Yeah. It's better than that. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough movie. Wasn't it, Just Um This Negative week... Negative on the podcast, wasn't it? It was. We don't do that very often. Well, maybe we, we do. We try not to, though. Yeah. Um, but this week is Warner Brothers week. Always always enjoyable. Warner Brothers have, have to the, this point... Been, been very, very good. good. Yeah, they have. What did we have? We had we Batman. Had Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. We had... Cats Don't Dance. Cats Don't Dance. That was really fun. Then we had... Um, Camelot. Quest for Camelot. Quest for Camelot. I love that film. Then The Iron Giant. Then The Iron Giant. And then Osmosis Jones. What good run. That is a very good run, actually. Solidly yeah. good run, I think. They, they've I think not the been like a top that, scorer, but the they've always been... The thing that lets been... them down is their legacies. Because they're never... Yes. Your Disney films, your DreamWorks films, your Pixar films, level of success. And a quick prediction, I would assume that's going to be the same case today. Today? Yeah. But I think they, they do very well in every other department. Yeah. I really think they do. Um, I'm just going to open my can. Oh. I'm having trouble. Come on, get to it. <laughs> Lovely. I don't know if that was a good one or not. Oh, no, it's become a very weird segment of the podcast, though. Hasn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't be yeah. the same without it. Yeah. yeah. So, Osmosis Jones, what do you think? I love this film. I kind of always have. Kind of always will. It's sort of a first for discussing doodles because it's our first time with live action. It is. It's interesting. And I, mean, I know I can think of one film where that's going to happen again, but I can't think of many. No. I'm thinking of Balto. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Um, I can't think of many more, but there's got to be. There's got to be some. Most, most films that 
do an animated with a live action mix, do it the other way around. So it's mostly a live action film with a few animated segments. Yeah. Like Mary Poppins, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, oh, Who yes. Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. There's loads of them. Yeah. Right? But, but doing it the other where way. the main bulk is animated and there's the odd live action segment yeah. is is different. Is um, different. It works well in something like Bolto because you the animated the animated section is a story being told. Yes, yeah, which like kind a of makes sense, device, isn't it? Whereas in this, they both exist within the same world, and yeah. I kind of love that it just fucks everything and says, "Yeah, we're live action and animated in this film." So before we started watching this movie, we were trying to convince our mum to watch it with us, <laughs> and she said, "What's the premise of this movie then?" And Luke said, "Well, Bill Murray eats some food off the floor." And it makes him sick. <laughs> and that is the premise. Yeah. I answered that question. <laughs> Bill Murray eats some food off the floor and he gets sick. He does. Yeah. He's, He's gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd forgotten how gross as well. Which I think means I'd cancelled out the grossness because I was so repulsed. Mm. Um, and I did see that the negative reviews that the film came from how gross the live action bits were. Yeah. I fully understand that. Yeah. Um, there was some vomit. We had some pus. We had... <laughs> Bogey. Bogeys. We had, I mean, food on the floor. Monkey's mouth egg. Yeah. We had eyeballs. <laughs> oh, False eyelash. whole thing. All sort yeah. of grim things going on in the live action bits. Um, I would recommend never watching this film while you're eating. No. But I, I will say, actually, I didn't enjoy... The live action bits. As Whenever much, it was a live yeah. action bit, I was I was like, let me get back to osmosis Literally, and what's going on in the it's body. So much Do you know more what I mean? fun in the body. Yeah. So just to explain a bit further for people who don't know, <laughs> um, the cartoon bits, the animated bits of the film, are what's going on on the inside of Bill Murray's body. Mm. Um, so we Frank, spend, he's called, isn't he? Yeah, he's called yeah. Frank. So we're inside Frank. Um, we're spending some time with his like blood cells. We're spending time with a pill that he's taken. We're spending time with a virus that's trying to kill him off. Yeah. Um, so that our hero of the story is Osmosis Jones, who's a white blood cell and a policeman. Yes. Um, he sort of befriends the pill that's trying his hardest to make Frank better. And they are also fighting Thrax, who is this sort of disease virus that covid Frank before covid was COVID. covid he made covid he was the original covid yeah thank you um that's thrax um so i really enjoy the concept i do as of well being in this animated world that's inside a human being i love what they did with it i love the world the world built. building the world building of the of a oh. human body was really clever. Really, 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 really good. Clever. It just, it, I was laughing at times, but not laughing like at it. I was laughing at like its brilliance mm. of yeah. like what they did with it. So it was smart. very, very clever. It does, it does feel like two different films though, because the, the animated segments to me, they feel like you say very clever, and very funny, and very well thought out and constructed. Yeah. The live action segments were, as far as I'm concerned, they they just. I don't know. They, I know they had to be gross in that way, 
but it just wasn't. I didn't feel. Think Bill Murray's performance was very good. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, think, yeah. I know we don't. Really, we don't normally talk about like acting because no, we don't, don't have like do live action stuff to talk about. Um, it just felt like a really shitty, cheapy movie. Yeah, it did, didn't it? But then the animation in the animated segments was gorgeous. Didn't yeah. feel cheap at all. It felt no. so expensive. So good. <laughs> you know I, mean? like... I kept saying it while we were watching it, but it gave me big Nickelodeon vibes. Mm. You know how we, when we watch Nickelodeon films, there's always some sort of pop soundtrack that yeah. goes with it. This film had a lot of that. The sort of weird con Nickelodeon are very weird. I feel like this weird concept yeah. fit the bill. Very and high also energy as well. Like the animation with the fact that you know, we often say that like the Nickelodeon characters look really weird and yeah. odd and stuff. And yeah. I feel like this, if somebody told me this was a Nickelodeon film, I wouldn't even question it. No, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. But it's not. It's Warner Brothers. <laughs> but it's, it's the Warner same Brothers. guys that made Iron Giant. Well, almost the same almost. guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, my genre, this might be our weirdest, most out there one yeah. yet. Are you ready for yeah, it? Yeah, I'm ready. 2001 American live action animated buddy cop action comedy film. Wow. <laughs> never was... never saw that coming. I guess it is. So all of that's correct. I mean, it's a live action and an animated film. I guess it is a buddy cop movie. I never saw it. Is that while I was watching it? No. But now you bring it to the yes. attention. Yeah, 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 it is. And it's an action comedy film, for sure. Yeah. But that might be our weirdest genre yet. And if you were to tell... Back when we started this, if I was to predict an upcoming genre, I wouldn't choose a buddy cop no. action comedy film coming up. But we no. have one. Um, So they had some, like, nightmares in they the production did, of this yeah. movie, right? Yeah. I think more so on the live-action side. Mm. I think unless you have information to say otherwise, the animation side of things went very smoothly. Yeah. And they were pretty much on schedule and on time, I think. A lot of the live action stuff came to finding people. Yeah. Like cast and stuff and, and having to do that. Um, which just goes to show that animation's the best way to make a movie, doesn't it? 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I believe it was due to cast, but I'm not 100% sure. But Warner Brothers were in financial trouble as well at this point, mm. um, which is quite sad given how good their movies have been, like yeah. we were saying. Um, but yeah, so they were, the executives basically had to make a decision, either go with this new movie or go with something that Brad Bird wanted to make. Brad Bird was the director of Iron Giant. And he said Iron Man, because that's the book, <laughs> yeah. but um, of the Iron Giant. Um and the Warner Brothers executives went for this new movie, which uh, didn't sit well with Brad. So he went to Disney and Pixar and said, we're going to make this film, which ended up being The Incredibles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which so, did all right. Yeah. Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly successful. <laughs> while Osmosis Jones, unfortunately, was a bit of a bomb for Warner Brothers. So yeah. I feel like... You know, you can easily say they made the wrong decision, but then vice versa, you have to realise that Brad probably made the right decision because would Incredibles have been as successful as Warner Brothers? I don't know. No, I Disney don't think it know how to market a movie. Um, I think a lot of Warner Brothers' problem is because, as we've said, they they have put out now five great movies in a row. Really good, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, right? But if you think about when they're releasing these movies, the the first four went in direct competition with Disney Renaissance movies. Yeah, that's rough for yourself. Yeah. And then 
this one, 2001, we're entering DreamWorks dominance at that point. Yeah, true. So you're you're facing Shrek. Yeah, completely overshadowed. So do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they they always have had two tougher opponents to go up against, and I think that's why the movies have failed. But I don't think the movies are bad. No, like Quest for Camelot sits very very warmly in Mm. my in my soul. Um, Iron Giant, I gave an extra point to. Yeah. And I love this film that we just watched as well. I really do rate the Warner Brothers movies. So. Do you know what you want to score it for the story? Yeah, I think I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Um, but the, the the reason it's two points down were probably because it's gross live action bits. Yeah. But judging the animation side of the story, like we were saying, how smart and clever and stuff it is, as well as being very entertaining mm. and everything, I think it's solid eight, the animation side. I think, I think the animation side was more of a nine. Mm. I think that the live action side was maybe a five. Yeah. Um, but because of how solid the animation side is, I, I think I'm going to agree with you and give it an yeah, eight two for sure. Um, okay, characters. So we have a nice group of characters actually. Yeah. Really fun ones and very different to maybe anything we've done so far. Watched yeah. So far, I mean, to be fair, this premise in itself is very different to anything <laughs> yeah. we've watched so far. Um, so we have Osmosis Jones. Like we said, he's the policeman, white blood cell, voiced by Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, we had David Hyde Pierce being Drix, who is the pill yeah. that he took. Cherry flavour. Cherry flavoured, yeah. Um, Lawrence Fishburne was Thrax, the evil virus. Um, Brandy was Leah. And William Shatner was the mayor, Mayor Fleming. I... Love the way these characters were designed. Mm. Um, they all look amazing, S- especially yeah. Got that. Thrax. Yeah, Thrax looks sick. His design it? is sensational. Yeah. But I also really love the way that the white blood cells, obviously they were like blue or purple depending on like, they're all sort of around that kind of hue. Yeah. Um, but they had like a transparency around them. Yeah, they did. Um, so it looked like an a- they looked like an actual cell. Yeah. Um, which I thought was actually really like really cool. Like, yeah. And the fact that they managed to keep that effect up throughout the whole movie was really cool. Yeah. My least favorite design, unfortunately, was Drix, because he yes. was he yeah. kind of looked like he was from like a PlayStation Two game or something. Yeah, he did. He was he was very sort of simple CG. Yeah. Thing, but I guess. That's to symbolise him coming from well, he, the yeah, outside world, yeah, I guess, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, I think there's some real intelligence to what went on with this film. Oh, it was brilliant. And, like, the way you had, like, the germs in the armpit were, like, the mafia. Yeah, like... In, like by a sauna, <laughs> <Yeah>. basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was just... All the designs of all the germs, all the cells, all the yeah. sort of... Even the locations and stuff. Yeah. Like, it was so well thought out designed and done yeah um will smith was interested oh really and i think it was very down for playing osmosis jones but had scheduling mix-ups um and i you know i can see i can hear will smith doing it yeah um, i liked chris rock's performance i think so. chris has this is probably a bit controversial i'm gonna say a controversial thing here Go on, i love it I think Chris Rock's voice works better for animation than Will Smith's 
voice. Yeah, if that it was like sense. a live action version. Yeah, <laughs> not that. No, I don't know how you would do that. I don't know how either. But, but Will Smith is a live action guy. Yeah. To me, I know he has done animation and he has been good at it. Mm. Um, that's not me saying he has been bad at it, but I think Chris Rock's voice is so good and energetic yeah. that things like this, um, Marty the Zebra in Madagascar, apparently he was the mosquito in B-Movie, which I didn't know, mm. um, but I just think his energy levels are so high yeah. that his voice is almost, almost, his voice is almost more iconic than Will's. Yeah, especially in, in animated movies, I mm. think. Um yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't have preferred it the other yeah. way. I, I was quite happy with Chris Rock's yeah, performance. Me too. Good. And um, there was some big considerations for Thrax before they settled on Lawrence Fishburne. God, have you got we some? had Ian McKellen, wow. Patrick Stewart, <laughs> Chuck Norris, Samuel Jackson, yeah, Tom Cruise, Robert Downey Jr., and Mike Myers were all considered. Anyway, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne's very good. Really good at it because he had this sort of like chill vibe going yeah. on, didn't he? I think he was so, the character was so confident in his success rate of killing Frank within 48 hours that that was his energy yeah. in terms of voice, the way he looked, like his whole chill vibe was everything. But at the same time, very dark and evil. Yes. He, he had a high body count. Yeah, he killed in a fair film. few people in the for, film. For a, not people. Well, yeah, germs, uh, germs and, and cells, yeah. But yeah, for an animated movie, there was a lot of on-screen death and a high body count for a villain. This um, was definitely not a you. No, I think it was PG, but I think there was big complaints before it went out because I think the people who come up with the certificates don't know who they are. Um wanted it to be higher because of the live action scenes being too gross they are gross they are really gross but then again if and you think on children's tv you get gross stuff you, kids laugh at snot and yeah. puke and stuff which is what this film is filled with um yeah. but apparently they edited it down to get it to that pg rating so i dread really? to think oh. how ugly this film was yeah before the edit down um but yeah definitely not a year it had some dark moments in it particularly with thrax mm. He was a dangerous villain. He was. So, characters. Who was your favourite character? Thrax. I enjoy a villain. Mm. I always do. I I enjoy a good villain. Yeah. I enjoy a villain that's an actual adversary for your main character. And I think this guy was more than. Um, I think probably the same. Yeah. He was a bit he of a was scene just stealer, really wasn't cool, he? Yeah, whenever he turned up. He got shit done as well. I love a villain that gets shit done. Yeah, he was good. I love a villain that doesn't piss around. Ratings-wise, though, I think I'm going to go for, like, a 7.5 for characters. Okay. I think that's about fair. Fair. <laughs> Fair's fair. You like fair, that's what I said. Um, I think I'm going to stick with my 8. Okay. You know? 80-weighty. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Animation, then. We have touched on... Yeah, so obviously we've said that we love the designs of the characters and stuff. So good. Um, So the two segments of the movie, the live-action segments and the animated segments, had different directors. Yeah. Which is probably why they feel quite different. Yeah, So the live-action segments were directed by Peter and Bobby Farrelly? Farrelly? Farrelly, I don't know. No. (laughs) Um, And the animation side was directed by Piet 
Kuhn. I beg your pardon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... And Tom Sito, Tom Sito, I recognised his name straight away, and I was like, why do I know that name? So I went and had a look at his uh, an- animating credits as an animator. He worked at Disney, he worked on The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, and Pocahontas. He then crossed over to DreamWorks, where he worked on The Prince of Egypt and Spirit. So oh he's got a God. good CV. That's the best CV I've ever heard. <laughs> as an animator, he's worked on some beautiful movies they are all amazing yeah. movies so he he's he's got experience and and i think it shows because like i know they're all sort of funny designs and they're not like beautiful in the way that you would say spirit or pocahontas is beautiful true but they moved so fluidly yeah. their their designs were so captivating yeah. their facial expressions were brilliant yeah like there is a lot of good animation in this movie yeah and it, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's ne- it's never bad. The animation's never no. bad in this film. It's no, just, definitely. like you say, it's not stereotypically a beautiful movie to, like, visually look no, at. No, because obviously you're dealing with, like, snot and things like that. Yeah. You know? They're, like, in a, in a nose hair at one point. Or <laughs> yeah. Like. But. But it, it's well done. It's, it's very, well very animated. Well done. Yeah. Also, there's a good use of CGI to help enhance the yeah. animation, which I'm always a fan of always. when it's done correctly. Um, I do think it maybe is a little bit of a shame that Drix was a fully CGI animated character, mm. but it doesn't take away from the fact that Ozzy, Thrax, yeah. all of those guys just they I, I I was completely in love with their designs. Yeah, it's so, so good, so isn't good. it? So good. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go, um, come. Come. Um, um, you're gonna come. <laughs> 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 I literally, I stopped there, didn't I? I'm you going to come. You said, come gum. <laughs> that's, that, like, that's like something from the Bill Murray section. I was going to say, that is not, nowhere near as gross no. as the Bill Murray stuff that went on in this film. I'm going to come straight out. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Okay, I'm going to go straight ahead. There we go. Is that nice, sir? Yeah. I'm going to come straight out no. and give it a 9.5 for animation. I love it. Sorry, I was itching my eyeballs. I'm going to say 9. Okay. 9.2. <laughs> 9.6. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Oh, no, I'd die. Me and my mathematics. Um, music. Music was done by Randy Elderman, not Newman. I thought you were going for Randy. Well. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you got your Newmans. No, you're Randy's mixer. I love the fact that one of them is like a new man. Newman. Yeah. And the yes. one is like an elder, elder man. man. Oh my god, all the all the different men. <laughs> all the Randys. Um this Randy, I don't really on no offence, Randy, but I didn't really vibe with your film credits. Didn't really know many of them. Okay. Um but he did do the music for the mask, which is mm-hmm. banging ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. He also did Son of the Mask. Okay. Um, I've actually seen that movie. Me neither, but I've never heard anything good. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I've never gone there. Um, and he did the music for the second Ghostbusters. Okay. So he has some some yeah. in there, but not many other animated films as far as I'm aware. So I think Ozzy is his only touch. And to be fair, I'm going to say that thing that we've said many times before. I'm going to agree with you. Like, music was fine. It was yeah. good. It did what it needed to do. Did anything stand out? It's like, whoa, this is like... My new favourite track from a movie. No. No. Um, 
so yeah we do say that a lot though but we do but often it's true yeah if you notice if the music is good you're gonna notice yeah it's a very special score to stand out above everything else that's Mm. going on um this film didn't quite do it for me there was a lot of pop songs in it there was Mm -hmm. two craig david songs (laughs) two two craig david songs we love Um, craig david I loved, I liked the use of the music, actually. Yeah. I don't often, in animated films, I think we touched on this in Shrek, don't often like it when there's just songs and no one's, like, singing. Mm. Um, but this film, if people started singing, it wouldn't fit at all. This is not a musical movie. And the use of music was done very well because it was always in someone's car or, yes. you know, played on a speaker somewhere, at a club. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was all very well, cleverly done. And it all fit the kind of things that the characters would be listening to. Yeah. And it all felt very early 2000s, which oh, I really enjoyed. Big time. Really enjoyed. It was a little nod to Eminem as well. And he did a, My Name Is Osmosis Jones. But that would have been, at that time, that would have probably been quite a relatively new song. Yeah, true. Song. That was probably like, like a very like current affair yeah. joke to make. Yeah. Aussie keeping up with the times. I don't, I don't know where he got it from because I can't see Frank being an Eminem stan, but maybe... <gasps> that really came from Eminem, <laughs> That it? did, yeah. Um, but maybe he was. An Eminem stan. Maybe Shane, his daughter, listens to Eminem. No, no. I doubt it. Maybe his brother... Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob had one of the best lines in the film, actually. Considering, considering we were saying that the live-action stuff wasn't that good, Uncle Bob had great <laughs> scene-stealer line. Where it was when Frank had... He said, finally collapsed. He finally collapsed and was going to hospital. And Shane, his daughter, was ran off the school bus to go see him. And Uncle, Uncle Bob says to the teacher, It's okay, I'm her niece. <laughs> So good. Oh, also, sorry, so sorry. Rewind. We didn't really touch on the live action people. I just wanted to give a shout out to Molly Shannon, who is Mrs. Boyd. Yes. Because Molly Shannon is good in everything I've seen her in. She's she's, she's one of those actresses, actors, that's got a lot of, like, just energy. Energy. All the time. Timing is always on. Yes. Timing is never off. And she had some great timing mm. <laughs> in this film um she's great yeah. just wanted to do i should have done that when we spoke her characters i'm sorry i've ruined the whole podcast back to it's music okay. it was all right yeah music's a five <laughs> a five um yeah okay agree yeah Lovely. no i'll add a point five. Oh, fuck you <laughs> oh, nice legacy leg um <laughs> it's when we were watching it, you said we were talking about how good the world, good, good, how, good. how good the world building was, and you said it needs a it needs a TV show. Yeah, it's got one. It's got one. Aussie and Drix ran yeah. from the year two thousand and something to two thousand four. Two thousand and two to two thousand and four. I wrote two thousand, and I realised that was wrong when I so I just said two thousand something. <laughs> something. Two thousand two, two thousand four. TV, TV there show were three came seasons of it. Film. When I finish watching She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, I'm going to watch You're Aussie gonna and Drix. You're going to watch Aussie yeah. and Drax. Drix. Drax. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong, because earlier I nearly... When I was set... When I said this show should have had a TV show, I nearly said it should have had a cup of tea. I don't know what's happening. Are you okay? No. Are you, have you got a Thrax? I've got a Thrax. 
You're feeling hot? I'm feeling hot. I'm so chilly. Are you? I'm I'm really chilly on the willy. But maybe... (laughs) Maybe that's my Drax. Thrax. Maybe you've got like a cold one. Like an icy one. Yeah, sequel. Yeah. Maybe it's in Aussie and Drax. Aussie and Strix. I just did it. You did it. You did it too. I called Thrax Drax. What's going on? Do you know what? Do you know what? Okay. Five minutes ago, I was thinking, I think this has been our most professional podcast to date. Because we were just, like, actually talking about the story, the characters, very, like, calmly, sensibly. Yeah. Chaos didn't hit. Until it's, we get to Legacy. It's here. Bloody Aussie and Drix. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Mark. Oi, oi, oi. Leave me hanging. I'm going to watch it. Well, tell us how it is, because I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> but thanks for your time. I might start my own spin-off to discussing doodles about TV, animated TV shows. Oh, my God. Discussing diddles. What? I didn't enjoy, <laughs> I didn't enjoy diddles. I'll join you when you get onto your Clone Wars. What about Avatar? And Avatar. Avatar, I'm going a bit off track here, but... Yeah, we are. It's not the greatest animated TV show of all time. It's the greatest TV show of all time. Oh, my God, you scared me so... <laughs> <laughs> you scared me so. <laughs> I thought I was going to hit you because it is the greatest animated show. But you're right, it's also the greatest show. Yeah. This is the greatest show. Anyway, Legs. I'm sure Ozzy and Drix is good as well. Probably oh, not yeah. as good as Avatar. Oh, has anyone ever heard of it though? I don't think so. I had a little Google of the pictures. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. I, I Googled some pictures of like actual scenes. Um, I think there's another pill. There's a lady pill. <gasps> lady pill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no um but they got you know um i was talking about how the transparency around the yeah, white blood cells it's gone it's gone he's just blue fuck's sake tv sucks yeah but i would expect it to look a bit cheaper and it kind of excites yeah, me yeah okay. <laughs> okay right <laughs> legacy it got a tv show um lawrence fishburne was in it yeah uh, uh, no, the, uh, the whole cast is all right, you know. Yeah, there were two Craig David songs. Yeah. Do you know what else happened? Frank said, hey, babes, to his daughter, we're going to the National Chicken Wing Festival in Buffalo. And when this film came out, that didn't exist. But now National Chicken Wing Festival in Buffalo exists since 2002. Wow. And I think 10. that's to this film. That's the biggest legacy any movie's ever had on yeah. this whole podcast. The whole Chicken Wing Festival. Honestly, he changed the world, Frank. Yeah, well done, Frank. Well, the world's in a better place now because of Frank. Maybe not. 10.5. <laughs> uh, three. Three. Point five. Draconian. Point five. That point five is for the buffalo wings. All right, I'll give it a four because I'm nicer than you. Okay. That's a lie. <laughs> Right. Left. Mathematics. Mathematics for Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Have you got your phone? Yeah, it's in my pock. Oh, oh, speaking of pocks, apparently Pikachu's in this film. Yes. Because Warner Brothers at this time were like in charge of distributing the Pokemon the movies anime. over here in the West. And the so, anime, yeah. Yeah, and Pikachu apparently was in Frank's bladder. <laughs> of course he was. Give me some numbers, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> that was so rude. Um, so for story, we both gave it an eight. Yeah. For characters, you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven point five. Mm-hmm. For animation, you gave it a nine. I gave it a nine point five. For music, you gave it a five point five. I gave it a five. And for legacy, you gave it a four. I gave it a three point five. 
68. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's a nice spot to be in. I mean, completely smashed last week's 29.5. Mm. Um, should we look at the other um, Warner Brothers? Yes. So 68 for Osmosis, um, 76.5 for Iron Giant, but that was a flawless movie. Yeah. So we are... That didn't have Bill Murray throwing up everywhere. No, very true. Uh, Quest for Camelot, 72. Okay, so Again. not far off that. Gorgeous movie, though. Cats Don't Dance, 64. Okay, so higher than that. And um, Batman 67. Okay, so it's, so it's their middle. It's their middle It's their middle, middle movie. Yeah. And I think that's probably about right. Do you know, I had so much fun with it. And I'm so glad because I've had that thing before where my memory has told me a movie was fun and it wasn't. Yeah. Because I said I was convinced that Despicable Me 2 was funnier than number one. And it really wasn't. No. And then my younger self had also convinced me that Pokemon 2 was the most epic movie ever invented. And that really wasn't. <laughs> ever um, invented. So I was really worried for this. But I actually think my memory served me pretty well. Because I'd completely forgotten about the Bill Murray stuff. And I will do that again. Mm. Because that was horrible. That was gross. I want the osmosis cut where we're just in his body. Yeah. When we never see Frank. He's yeah, just, that would be good. He's just a, an enigma that they talk about. Yeah. And we never have to see I his zit That's pop. what it's like in Ozzy and Drix. I'm so excited to watch it. I might just watch the first episode tonight. Oh my God, that's true. I doubt they would have got Bill Murray for a TV show. No. So it's, he's probably never in it. It's probably just oh in the body the whole time. I might watch it too because my dreams have clearly been answered. <laughs> um, Hello. We're so far through season five now. I can't. That's deal. what, 10, 11 episodes? Yeah, we've only got ten episodes. four left. So we got um, four left. Four left. We have Pokemon. Latios and Latias, Pokemon 5. I've never seen this one. Me neither. We're so. on the same boat for the first time in Pokemon. No, that's such a lie. <laughs> Literally, the last Pokemon was the only one we weren't on the same page yeah. for. Um, Secret Life of Pets. I am not looking forward to that one, unfortunately. Go, go, bots. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that one, unfortunately. If we can find that one, because we had trouble with Hannah. Oh, Heidi, you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm still mad. And then we've got Wild Thornbrews, which I know is going to be the saving grace of sitting through Secret Life of Pets and Go, go, bots. Mm. Wild Thornbrews are reward. Yes, yeah. And Wild Thornberries, obviously, is Klaski Supo. Oh, yeah. The guys who make the Rugrats. I think you're trying to say, like, classic TV show, but just had the biggest stroke. <laughs> no, which is the same guys that made Rugrats, and we know how the Rugrats does on this podcast. They're the kings. They actually are. They're the kings and queens. Yeah, of Disgusting Dudes. Literally are. They're the top. <laughs> Um, so thank you very much for sticking around and listening um, we need to thank uh, Adam oh yeah for your little information little little, little, <laughs> little information I went really like posh I don't know why um, your information about the teddy us <laughs> teddy us yeah I was going to say the fucking Pokemon you explain Ursa Major or is it Ursa Minor I can't remember is a constellation and that's where the Ursa for Ursa, Is that, was that her name? Yeah. Came from, and also why there's a Pokemon called Ursa Ring, and mm. Teddy Ursa, mm. and Urshifu, and... I've never seen Urshifu. It's a new one. Oh, I hate them. It's a bear, it's cool. Okay. It's Kung Fu-y. Oh, like Poe. Um, Ursa was the best character in all three open seasons. That's a fact. Okay. 
Yeah, but thank you, Adam. Yes, that thank was you, very Adam. nice of you. We love a bit of Twitter interaction. We do. So other people do that too. Tweet us about your what illness do you think Thrax, <laughs> What illness do you think Thrax actually was? Yeah, because the only thing he was like mentioned as was the Red Death. Yeah. Which came from a book. Edgar Allan Poe. Him. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I just said it. It is him. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> sort of shit he would write about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but who knows what that is. I reckon it was COVID. Yeah. Because he was laughing at Ebola, wasn't he? He was. He was like, Ebola's damn drop compared to me. <laughs> that was a really good impression. Thanks. I, I can do impressions when I don't think about it. Yeah. If you ask me to do it again, it'd be shite. I always think of the time I did a perfect Simon Cowell impression. Do you remember? Yeah. And you I've, said deluded and it was so spot on. It was so spot on and I've tried a million times to recreate it you and can't I can't do, do it. it. And it also like... once on the trampoline. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you sounded like Aladdin. <laughs> I sounded like exactly like Aladdin and I don't know how I did that either. Yeah. They were my two best impressions and they're yeah. both complete accident. Do you know, we need to bring the impression segment back. We did it, <laughs> we did Go- when we watched Goofy, we did Mickey, Donald and Goofy impressions. We did. We Maybe did. for season six we'll introduce new segments. Do the, impression, the impression impressions segment. of some of the characters from the film. Yeah. That'll be a train wreck. Oh, that'll be really fun. Mm. Phone's going off. I know. Who is it? Who's disturbing us at this time? Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> Not that anyone listening knows who that is. Should we say goodbye then? Yeah. Goodbye then. Before we do. Yeah. Where can we find you? Eating food. You can find me at Lukey Reed, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Marshall, go and go, go to sleep. You can find me. He's hungover today. We haven't referenced this today. I like doing the podcast when I'm hungover. That's really strange. I also really like like doing like what we've just done. So we've just finished watching the movie. And then we go straight And then we in. go to record. But when you're hungover, you just sit, eat food, watch a movie, and then talk about it for 45 minutes. Yeah. That's like your dream. It's nice. It's... <laughs> It's, not. it's a nice way to be hungover, I think. Well, you're welcome. Mm. Thanks. Come on then, tell the kids where you where they find you. You can find me at actually MJR on wow. Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> at actually MJR underscore two point on Instagram. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Make sure to follow the show at Disdoodles on Twitter and Instagram, and check us out on Letterbox where you can see a complete list. <laughs> Of all the movies, if you're a visual person like I am. <laughs> it, you guys are so lucky you're not visual now, because Mark's being a right gross pants. Gross? Yeah, you weren't pulling your eyelid down. Yeah, because my eyes hurt. Yeah, but that's so it's grossy. bright in here. What should we do? Did a podcast in the dark? <laughs> I just need some sunglasses. <laughs> you are really hung. Over! <laughs> right. We're <laughs> stopping the podcast now, because that's so gross. <laughs> Bye, guys. (laughs) Good night.